0: Midlands 103.
1: remember kind of before Covid there was all talk about Brexit and before Brexit everything in business circles was all about GDPR and words like cyber security and cyber crime and phishing and all the likes came into our vocabulary and became part of our everyday lives. All of a sudden we had to accept cookies on every website and every app that we looked at and it just became part of what we do. But believe it or not, a huge amount of Irish companies still have no... Uh, prescribed cybersecurity policy in place. And I've, it's, it's predicted out of about 250,000 SMEs, at least 50,000 of them don't have a policy in place at the minute. And if we dig a bit deeper and look at the amount of money that businesses actually put aside for cybersecurity, it probably is quite surprising given the, the, the age that we live in. So to shed a little bit more light on it, I'm delighted to be joined now by John Delves. John is Managing Director of Magnet Plus. John, very good evening to you. You've recently Hi, kind Honor. of published the results of your 2022 national cybersecurity report. What kind of findings did you get from that?
0: Yeah, we we were um, first of all thanks for having me on the show, Roland, and I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we we were really surprised by some of the findings. It's the third time we've done the survey, and we're still surprised, for example, that. um you know, 50% of Irish businesses haven't implemented a, an email security solution to prevent cyber threats and attacks. And that's obviously one of the most common threats that businesses uh, face. Um, another one was that almost one third of Irish businesses spend less than 10% of their IT budget in cyber security, And in terms of information and relying on, on updates, um, about a quarter of customers, um, you know, rely on social media and blogs for their information, which mightn't be the best um, actual sources to to refer to. Um, so I think we were surprised, you know, as as you go through the report and the analysis, just the general lack of awareness that there was out there, and, and something that's a very very real threat that all businesses, no matter where they are in the country, if they're in Mullingar or, or Athlone or in in Dublin or Cork. Uh, face these threats and unfortunately uh, these threats are increasing and um, you know there's, there's been a, a number of very high profile examples that have happened
1: and of course, even one. even recently, with the invasion of Ukraine, like there was a lot of expectations that there may be cyber attacks issued from Russia again, and we know there were some quite significant ones over the past year or two. But uh, interestingly, from the report as well, John, um, there seems to be a lot of ambiguity in companies as to who is actually responsible within the company for cybersecurity.
0: Yeah, and I, and I and I and I think the responsibility ultimately has to lie with the, the managing director, the CEO or, or the person who owns the business. So I think in the, in, the, in the corporate world, it's the CEO. I think the book stops with them. Um, you, you know, as a CEO, you're responsible for ultimately for the, the, the governance of that business, for running it well, for making sure all your checks and balances are in place. And, you know, most CEOs would come from either a commercial or a financial background. I think they might be a little bit intimidated by even the word cybersecurity, and then, you know, we're a little bit guilty in our industry of, of throwing a lot of jargon at it, and you know, we we use things like you know content fil- f- filtering and you know see socks, and um, and and really, I think that can make it a little bit intimidating for um, for business owners and business leaders, but. You have to. I think you have to sort of get yourself out of that comfort zone, try and understand the basics. You don't have to be an expert, but understand the sort of threats that are facing your business. And it's why we feel, you know, doing something simple like a, a vulnerability scan, which basically mimics what hackers are trying to do to get into your network and tells you, you know, where your vulnerabilities would be if a hacker tried to, uh, you know, attack your your business um, and they have no scruples. They don't care if it's a small business or it's a large business. They look at it twenty four seven. You know, they don't wait nine till five while you're in the office and they're just constantly trying to see, you know, what what weaknesses uh you have. But I think the the message I would say is if it's your own business or if you're running a business, you have to sort of take responsibility of this. You have to do it from um a good governance perspective but don't feel intimidated you know get something it doesn't have to be from massive plus it can be from any provider do a vulnerability scan check what your weaknesses are and don't be you know doing it afterwards when you know this threat could really impact your business and like give examples kp the the snack manufacturing uk completely decimated their production in February. They weren't able to get stock onto the shelves um, in in the UK. We all saw how it crippled the HSE in the middle of the pandemic. Um, NUI Galway got hit last September. And what you don't hear about are the cases where businesses are very reluctant to actually talk about the cybersecurity attacks and the the, the ransoms because it will damage their brand and and damage their credibility. I think that's maybe why the awareness is still not as high as you would expect it to be.
1: Um, I suppose it's awareness and and it also comes at a cost as well. But interestingly, when you mentioned the HSE, what people maybe overlook as well is even though the response could have been perceived to be slow and it was quite cumbersome and took a while, it probably was a very proactive and, and quite an efficient response. So a threat like that can knock a business out for six months quite easily. And at least the HSE had the resources for it. So, again, I suppose puts the focus on it. But Magnum plus you've, you're offering basically a free vulnerability assessment tool in partnership with Exponential E. Can you tell people more about that and how they could maybe avail of that?
0: Yeah, it, it's very simple. You, you can uh, come to our website. Um, you can you can contact myself. Ronan, uh if any of your co- if, if your listeners, you know, feel free to give them my my mobile or, or contact me on LinkedIn. I'll, I'll personally look after them. And it's it's very simple. Um, we just ask a, a one page uh, form to fill out. Uh, we go and do the vulnerability scan in partnership with Exponential E. And really, what they're doing is just testing and identifying the exploitable gaps, you know, that you would have in your current setup, um, and and really mimics the actions of the most effective sort of cyber security criminals in the world. And this has become very sophisticated uh, over the last few years. You actually have cyber security criminals offering it as a service, where 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 they'll be funded and uh to attack certain businesses and it's nearly like a SaaS model in cyber security that's how sophisticated this is this has become they will use middlemen to do the the, the attack on on the particular networks it's 24 7. and i think the most important thing is just to understand what your weaknesses are and it can be from a small business it doesn't have to be expensive as well ronan you know these the solutions can be tailored accordingly to your, to your to a small business you know that's run two or three people up to you know a business of 500,000 employees so um don't be intimidated by the jargon don't be intimidated by the word cyber but you can't not sort of look into it and and um think it's not going to happen to you um it doesn't really care what size of business you are it doesn't care if you're if you're in Mullingar, it doesn't care if you're in London, it'll it'll find your weakness, it'll hack it and exploit it.
1: But it's, it's like those what, sp- spam texts that we get, you can look and go, who gets caught by these? But the reality is if only one in 5,000 or 10,000 actually hits home and, and gets a response, that is successful because as you said he's is 24-7 it's global so you could be the next one to be hit and basically don't be that business but uh, John for now thank you so much for giving us that update on that as well and for letting people know about that assessment tool that's there and if anyone wants to look up John we said you'll get him on LinkedIn there if you like anyway John Delves D-E-L-V-E-S but for now John uh, Managing Director of Magnet Plus thank you for that this evening and Great.
0: Thanks very much,
1: Ron. John just reiterates that message that um, it's a bit to say about it. When's the best time to plant a tree? Well, it's 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Uh, the same really applies to your cybersecurity of your business because even the examples John gave there, it can knock your business out for days, weeks, months, or maybe even longer. Or you might lose data that is essential to run your business or even worse, it could be personal data or sensitive personal data that could bring about a fine as well. So how much longer can you sit back and wait time to take action right now. Anyway, time for me to take action and take a quick break.